everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 298. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijeron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mako-chan. And I think I just hit pause at the right time with Winnie, because I could have sworn I was just about to hear um, the opening, like, I was about to go into something else. I'm like, nope, nope, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that, nope. Ah, good, good, good. And for those of you who are playing the home game, this has this has been the most outlandish, most comedic episode of NCIS I have ever watched. I freaking loved it. It was hilarious. Plus, the, I freaking loved it. I think I loved the fact more that Gibbs was actually grilling steaks in his fireplace. Oh, he always does that. You know what I? That's the first time I've really seen him do it in the in the episode because I, I I guess I never paid attention. But the fact that he's got his little Bowie knife, you know, that's that's a Gibbs thing. The fact that now I want to kind of do some shit like that. What grill in a fireplace? Yeah, I gotta okay. be honest, I totally would too. Mm. I would definitely cook if I had a fireplace, but you need a fireplace. True. Unfortunately, I'm stuck with that cheap ass electric stove I have. Yeah, and those electric fireplaces don't do any do do anybody any good. So no, nope. no, nope. no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Anywho, uh, do, you, do you what about roundabout? What about it, Ari? Uh, you said to be continued. That was the first thing I thought about the uh, ending of. Jo- ending of every JoJo's Bizarre Adventure episode where it cuts to the sapia tone, the uh, gu- little guitar riff from Roundabout by Yes. Yeah, I suppose, you know. Well, what can I say? Ichigo kind of caught me at an interesting time, so I couldn't say anything else, so, you know. Anywho, we are live tonight week of February 7th, 2017, here on the Vogue Network. We are here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vogue or V-O-G, or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash Network. You go there, there is a brief introduction about the Vogue Network, and there's an IRC link. If you click on that, it'll bring you directly into the chat room. So come on in. The water is just fine. Um, check-ins are live. Thanks for reminder, Rageinator. I have so much stuff going on at the moment, so that's up and running. Um, if you're not listening live for the check-in, there will be a passphrase somewhere in this episode. You he- Once you hear it, head on over to vognetwork.com. Put the passphrase in, and you'll get Vogue points. Now we got that all out the way. Alright, so anywho, let's kick things off with... (coughs) 
How was your week? How was your day? Take it away, Ari. Uh, oh, let's see. Well, first of all, today was payday, and as usual, most of the uh, check has gone paying, you know, the car payment and other miscellaneous bills. I know what I feel. Although, thankfully, I actually had money in my account to actually go food shopping. Because, you know, I got hit pretty hard last, like, my last paycheck, because, like, 75% of it automatically went to rent. Mm-hmm. I know that it's, feel. Yeah, it's not usually a, a situation I like being in. So I was, you know, very much just barely scraping by. And, uh... I also, I also got to, uh... Take the take a test to see if I can get into maintenance at my job. That's good. Good luck with that, man. Which it'll mostly be stuff you know out on the road, but it pays a lot. But the starting pay is a lot higher. That, that's good. But I won't know you know where it's, I'll uh, like when or where I'll uh, actually get the job or not. Plus, it meant I had to travel all the way up to exit thirteen, which is a bit of a fucking hike. I believe it. Granted, I do get paid for miles that you travel, mm -hmm. but it's not nearly enough to pay for, for even the gas to get up there. And that's it. Oh, sorry. The Royal Rumble was last week, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was last, last week. week. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much about it. I can't really think of anything else special going on. Mm. All right. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, my day was stressful because it's just stressful. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was my birthday yesterday. Your birthday? My birthday. Yay! 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 So, uh, yeah. So I spent the weekend in Brooklyn. Annoying Ranma because I could. Yeah, you have to try harder than that. <laughs> well, it's true. So, uh, yeah, I mean, basically just birthday shenanigans in Brooklyn. We went to Beetle House, which was so much fun. Yep. Too bad we didn't have, we didn't have enough time to like take pictures of, of some of the merch that was in, which was pretty cool. Yeah, maybe next time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, let's see. He rebuilt my computer, so it's better than ever. And now I'm just trying to get everything back onto it. Yeah, I still got some work to do on it. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm just basically trying to get everything back on there. Yeah, I think I have to remote in later tonight or tomorrow to finish up a couple of things that you need. Yeah, I'm currently putting Guild Wars 2 back on there. So you did remember your password? Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, once that's all set up, I can get back into playing because it's been a while. And it should look a lot better with that video card in there, so... Yeah, we'll see. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's that's basically it. 
just birthday shenanigans and uh, trying to find out what I'm going to do for my tattoo that I'm gifting myself for my birthday. Well, that's good. Yeah, I have to figure out. It's going to be a tattoo of Sailor Jupiter. Mm. But I have to figure out which style it's going to be in and then find an artist that can actually tattoo in that style. Because I would not go for this, go to the same artist that would do, you know, manga style versus original anime versus new anime versus super deformed. Mm. They're you just go for, you go for the uh, version in the promotional pieces where they all, where all their faces and the skin are blacked out completely. Mm. Yeah, no. Just a thought. No, I. I for this, I definitely want it to be a little bit more artistic. So I've got to research and find somebody that can do the various art styles and then research the artists themselves and go from there. But I'm excited for a tattoo. Yay. Yay. It's a good thing to get, a, it's a good thing to get excited about. Yes. Yes, it is. That's good. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Good, I can stop that. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see. Well, my weekend day is pretty much has been work, 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 and I pretty much in the process of packing stuff up and sending it to people. Like, I ordered some stuff for a friend for a Christmas gift, and. The, Last of her gifts finally came from China like three days ago, so I'm packing that up in a box and I'm sending that out tomorrow. I got other stuff to send out as well, so and also before we have Mako-chan shenanigans on Friday, I had a tooth pulled. Yay! Oh God. Mm-hmm. I'm currently running my tongue over the hole where the tooth used to be, but here and there, cause. I like the feel of it. I don't know why, but I just do, but... Weirdo. Takes one to know one. Weirdo. Takes one to know one. Weirdo. Any... <sighs> I just usually am working overtime and stuff, so... Right now, I have the remaining parts from Mako-chan's computer, so I'm gonna finish stripping that down and see if anybody wants any of the parts and doing what has to be done. Um, I think that's... Oh, and I had end up spending $360 on a plumber on Monday to replace a pipe in my kitchen in my bathroom sink. But it's okay, that's coming off the rent. So thankfully, there's that. And I think I figured out where the leak in my... the leak was coming from, so I'll be checking that later. And that will probably consist of me probably cutting out that part of the carpet just to track and see where it's going, so... Eh. In other words, a normal, typical day around here. So, yeah. Alright. We're gonna go ahead and take our first break, and when we get back, we're gonna get into tonight's news and topics. We got some interesting stuff coming down the pipe, so... We will... Be back.
I have to say, that has become one of my favorite songs from Love Life Sunshine. <laughs> it, it just has like that awesome 70s vibe to it, so... Oh, and we go into the chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Raging wishes Mako Chan a happy level up day. Yay. Thank you. And we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let, let, let's, kick, let's kick things off with, um, with one of Mako Chan's favorite fandoms, uh, Lupin the Third. Am I taking this one? Absolutely. <clears throat> Alrighty, let me load it. Now loading. Okay, so this year marks the 50th anniversary of Lupin the Third. There's a special book, which is a magazine book, that will be looking back on the decades of the various adaptations from uh, the manga. <clears throat> it's called uh, Lupin the Third Daikaibo. It includes five features, a discussion of the changes in the anime characters' designs and episode titles, an interview with Monkey Punch titled Celebration or Original Lupin the Third Manga's 50th Anniversary. An interview with the director. Uh, an interview with longtime Lupin voice actor. And a section dedicated to the women, cars, and villains that appear in the series. Ooh. So basically, it's a crap ton of pictures that span you know 50 years uh the women in his life the villain in, in his life and uh, the various vehicles that he has uh driven or ridden or flown and wrecked yeah yeah so uh the newest movie opens in theaters uh, this weekend, I believe. Uh, yeah, this past weekend. Mm. And it's said to be extremely dark. Really? Yeah. So, uh, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing that one. Mm. You like dark shit anyway, so... Yeah... I plead the fifth. <laughs> right. Pardon me. No problem. Now, coming up is something that I realized I really want to go to this, but then I realized I can't go. Because it's the same weekend as Zenkai Khan. <laughs> Oops. Yes. Now, you've heard me talk about this on the show from here and there about during my weekend day about some of my figurines that I purchase and I collect and that we put out on display. One of them are figure arts by, by 
called SHF Figure Arts. They're put out by Bondi. These are figures that have a stand, and they're kind of much articulate, you know, posing and so forth, and they're really cool. Some are kind of rare, like the first printing of the Figure Arts for Sailor Moon, which, because of the value, which it'll stay in its box. Um, <laughs> I think, and I believe the Sailor V ones also has a value to it, which is why I'm going to find a bootleg and put that on the display. But anywho, Bondi's Tamashi Nations, which is the, the small company that handles all the figure arts, they're doing their 10th anniversary world tour. The world tour celebrates 10 years of all the figures that they have that they have made. And part of me thinks if I can go, they might have specials on stuff that I might want to check out. But, like I said, I can't go because it's the same weekend as uh, Zenkai Con. But if you're not going to that awesome convention and you are in the New York area, most likely New York City, it is April 29th and the 30th. The tour started back at CCXP at Sao Paulo Expo in Brazil last month. And it will also visit C3 um, actually this upcoming weekend in Hong Kong. Other locations is Japan, Mexico, China, Taiwan, France, Spain, and Italy. Everything will finish in its last location in Japan, November 2017. There isn't too, too much info on the main page, but if you go over to its website at tamashi.jp slash special slash tour, there is some information there. And they're, and they're you're able to get like this special 10th anniversary card, which looks pretty cool. And if you go on the site, they only have like the first three locations, which is Sao Paulo Expo, which is December 1st to 4th of 2016. And this weekend, C3 in Hong Kong, um, February 10th to the 12th. I kind of wish this was in a later date. Or earlier date because you want to go to Zenkai Con and this thing, don't yeah. you? Yeah, it's like the same. It's like when Zenkai Con was the same weekend as um, Castle Point, and they had um, the voice actresses from Penny and Stocking there. Decisions, decisions. I know the the fact. I must love this con because I gave up a chance to get my picture with them as Garterbelt and get my box set signed. But it is what it is. I'm just like, you know what? I will catch them at future conventions anyway, so I'm all about that. Mm. Alright, so anywho, moving right along. Um, Ari, why don't you tell us about some anime references in American cartoons? <clears throat> That's right. Sure. Let's see, American cartoon characters, politicians, and even celebrities have appeared as cameo roles in anime series. The same couldn't be said in reverse with a few American cartoons playing tribute to their Japanese brethren. <clears throat> That's our change, and recently it was seeming more anime fans working in an industry and prominent Jap- Japanese staff doing guest episodes on American shows. Uh, they, got sev- <clears throat> they got seven examples here in the glance room. I can think of a couple more others besides that. Um, the first one they have is... The South Park episode, Good Times with Weapons. Oh, yeah, we got this little ditty right here. Yeah, the boys go to the fair and buy what they, they're called ninja weapons. And when they decide to, you know, make the play their little ninja characters, the style goes anime-esque. Mm-hmm. 
And yes, there's the uh, the uh, battle song, which is full of so such wonderful English. <laughs> yes. And if you go on my personal YouTube page at youtube.com slash there is an AMV I did to this song with Naruto. You'll probably like it. <laughs> or strangle you. There's very little middle ground. That is the case when I do AMVs. <laughs> uh, let's see. Next one is uh, Steven Universe representing End of Evangelion. I remember this one. Uh, creators have repeatedly shown a respect for the animes for anime series written from Sailor Moon, Utina, Cowboy Bebop, Dragon Ball. Uh, the show's prefer- references Evangelion numerous as well, with one sequence recreating the TV series final congratulations sequence. <laughs> See, in the show's third season title, Kiki's Pizza Delivery Service, itself a re- reference to a Ghibli film, Stephen helps Kiki resolve her recurrent stress dream. After doing so, both characters sit on the beach with two large pizza slices standing out in the water. A direct visual references Shinji Ak- and Asuka in the lasting of a- end of Evangelion. <clears throat> Pardon me. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Codename Kids Next Door, the Cartoon Network series about a group of spy kids in a high-tech treehouse ran for six seasons and featured a lot of pop culture callbacks. That's what I want were, on DVD. Mm-hmm. Most of these were popular films and franchises of X-Men and Jaws, but characters from, but uh, characters and plots from DBZ and Pokemon were slipped in, too. Uh, episode 32A, Operation Archive. You pause fast enough and you can see a kid dressed like Ash Ketchum in the audience. Mm. Uh, let's see, Regular Show also spoofed Evangelion to the point where they actually did their own version of the opening theme. The, the opening sequence, I mean. Mm. Uh, Unit 1 was replaced with a duck-inspired mecha and Shinji's silhouette was replaced with Rigby. Uh, the Gundam, the sequence opening series, Brilliant Century Duck Crisis, which, which itself is full of Gundam, Transformers, and Cowboy Bebop references. The ending sequence rep- recreates Cowboy Bebop's The Real Folk Blues ending in the same way that Yopi recreated Cruel Angel Thesis. Mm. Wow, I, I missed out. Like, I just saw the uh, opening post online. Like, what the fuck is this? Uh, let's see. Five, uh, Bob's Burgers gained traction online thanks to the Belcher's teenage daughter, Tina, lover of butts, and writing zombie erotic fiction. Okay. <clears throat> uh, anime re- references aren't the norm for this show, but an episode. Episode 5 of Season 3, Bob falls asleep while cooking a Thanksgiving turkey. He dreams of the turkey, who he has named Lance, grows to a giant size with an umbrella in hand, takes the role of Totoro by causing giant vegetables and other Thanksgiving foods to grow higher and higher. And let's see. Uh, both the Boondocks and Samurai Champloo aired on Adult Swim, and that was a Boondocks... Given. Sorry, what? That was, a, that was a given, you know? Mm. Uh, Boondocks creator Aaron McGurder is a fan of the anime, fan of anime, given how often it shows up in the episodes of the show. The first season opening sequence contained visual likeness to a Samurai Champloo's opening, and in episode four, Huey dreams of fighting a blind swordsman based off of Uncle Stink Meter. And the fight sequence is pretty much similar to Champloo's Jin battle against Inuyaka. I also would have gone with Afro Samurai as a reference, but uh, that works yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And let's see, two cartoons have recently invited Japanese staff to anime or direct guest episodes. These don't always mean a stylistic change, but the results are nonetheless impressive. Ping Pong and the Tatami Galaxy director Masaaki Yuasa came aboard for, 
Frederator Studios to direct the Adventure Time episode Food Chain in 2004, which got him in Anarchy, N-E-C? Anarchy? A-N-N-E-C-Y? Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's pronounced. Uh, Studio 4 Degrees Celsius also joined up with the Amazing World of Gumball to animate a fight sequence in an episode last year, although the characters got anime-style makeovers for the bit. And also, one more thing. I'm surprised this isn't part of the article, and we actually talked about this last year. Um, Is it that episode of Simpsons where Homer goes walking through Chinatown and everything goes all Miyazaki on him? Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Studio Trigger animator Takafumi Hori works on an episode of Steven Universe. Oh, right. Yeah, Mindful Education, yep. I'm a little behind on the series. I have to eventually sit down and watch a whole thing on Hulu. Yeah, I'm going to tell you this right now. The first bunch of episodes are annoying as fuck. But yeah, the first season. Not No, most, it's it's no, not even the first no. season. It's the first, like, 20 episodes. Yeah. Thankfully, oh. they're, like, less than 15 minutes of pop. You could just burn right through them, and that's when shit starts getting deep on a philosophical, philosophical level half the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What else? Like, the the one about the... Like, not that wasn't even the first... Um, Time Simpsons spoofed anime. The one, uh, mm-hmm. I think, One Treehouse of Horror. That they, they met a different, you know, alternate reality versions of themselves, and uh, like they all, at, like they all enter the Simpsons home. Like, think Maggie's a cross up of her and Pikachu. Uh, Lisa is a uh, Mikasa Ackerman. Naruto, uh, Bart Simpson is Naruto. Uh, Marge is a uh, Rankiko Matsumoto, and. I forget who Homer was. Fuck. That's going to bother me. I remember that episode. Uh, you're looking it up, aren't you? Uh, yep. Um, should not have gone to Google Image Search because it gave me absolutely fucking nothing. I actually, uh, oh, let's see... I'm actually pulling up an article from another site going back a couple of years. Uh, oh, here it is. Yeah. He's uh, he's Zoro from One Piece. Gotcha. That's the yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll post the image in the chat for everyone to look at. Also, yeah. Sam's little helper is a very small version of Shenron. Mm-hmm. It works though. <clears throat> but yeah, that. Also, Yumi from Code Lyoko has a big tutorial plushie in her room, which was edited to look more generic in the second season onward, but that's not American car- animation. Mm. Uh, you gotta love the French. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Yep, yep. Alright, let me, let me get this out of here. Alright. And by the way, I actually went looking for Codename Kids Next Door on Amazon. The DVDs are out of print. Yeah. Oh. You can get the vid- buy the seasons for anywhere between fifteen and twenty bucks a pop, though. Well, it's not That's like not people are, it's not like people are scalping you for it. No, these are just digital videos, but you know. Oh, okay. Trust me, th- there are alternate ways of acquiring said stuff. Hopefully, Cartoon Network will roll up and just be like, "Oh, here's everything on two D- on two Blu-rays, thirty bucks." Cue up the Hall- Hallelujah chorus. Mm. I'm varying varying needs of want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yep. Okay. Now, <clears throat> go for it. 
So Crunchyroll is bringing anime movie nights to movie theaters. Um, it seems what they're doing is they've teamed up with... Uh, where did they team up? In collaboration with Screen Vision Media and KOS Connect. So what they will be doing is they will be doing seasonal live screening events uh, called Anime Movie Night presented by Crunchyroll. And each theatrical event uh, will feature select anime episodes or full-length theatrical releases, giving fans the opportunity to watch anime larger than life. Uh, These will also include behind-the-scenes content about featured titles and their production... The first event will be in April, and it will be followed by at least three additional events, one per quarter for the remainder of the year. Uh, It says that they will be doing um, some of the most popular titles, both new and classic. No word on exactly what will be, you know, going on for it, though, but, you know... More anime in theaters. So yeah, I mean, that's that's, that's basically what it is. So, I mean, considering some of the anime that they're showing in the uh, preview, it's looking like, uh, just from the little preview, the 30-second, you know, announcement thing, mm-hmm. it looks like a lot of the anime from Funimation. Well, if you think about it... Um... They yeah. do have that 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 agreement, so it's like it's pretty yeah. much Crunchyroll will will translate it, and Funimation will dub it. Yeah, so basically, if it's you know looking to be extremely popular with Funimation, i.e., some of the newer season uh, series that have second seasons that are already coming out, and the ones being simul dubbed, um, those are probably going to be the ones that you'll see at least to begin with. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, I'm interested as long as it's in enough theaters that it makes sense. And it's, and it's good titles, you know? Yeah, okay. I mean, even if it's not good titles, if it's getting anime out there, that's great. But if it's only going to be in one theater per state, that's not so great. And I tell you this, if it was three episodes of... um. Of, um, let's see, what, what what is that anime um, that Mako-chan likes so damn much? Fuck. I can't remember. There's a lot of anime that I like so damn much. But can you imagine Attack on Titan in theaters? Oh, yeah. God, that would be awesome. Like, the actual anime, and not the crap live-action movies that are coming out, but the actual anime and sitting down and watching, you know, three or four episodes of that on a huge-ass screen. In 3D. That would be fucking amazing. And you thought the Titans were scary to begin with. Here you go, Mako-chan. Local theater is showing uh, three episodes of Helsing Ultimate. Ooh! Well, that won't happen because they're an hour each. All right, but... two episodes. Yeah, that that would be that would be nice. They, so there you go. All right, now we we always talk about how 
popular anime is on streaming sites sometimes, and how the ratings are and so forth. Sometimes it's good, sometimes not so much. And then you have to find out, you have a certain amount of time before you fi- before the series is pulled. Something like that happened with Dragon Ball Z. And the record is one week. Hulu and Yahoo Streaming added Dragon Ball Z to their catalogs. And within a week, yoink. <sighs> and why exactly did it come off uh, so quickly? It doesn't say. My guess? It's probably due to the ratings or the fact that I've seen it already or the fact that some it's No, already... it wouldn't have it wouldn't have come off in a week for that. My guess is Funimation said, "No, we're streaming it." Then somebody screwed up on the licensing. Yep. Whoops. Because here's the thing, though. Hulu had an agreement with Funimation to stream stuff. And I don't know where... Ya- I didn't even know Yahoo was streaming video and shit like that. I know they were showing Community, and God, that shit was awful. But that was just about it. So, whoops. Well... I'm assuming that because of some of the things that are uh, going on with Funimation and Crunchyroll, mm-hmm. my guess is is they had a contract, but it didn't say exactly how long the contract was for. So they said, yeah, sure, you can still show it for a week. And then that fulfills the contract. It's sort of like the whole... Tetris licensing for the Nintendo. It's like, yeah, it's like when Atari and Tengen was like, yeah, we got the license. And then they find out that they didn't have the license properly. And well, yoink. And now there's two versions of Tetris for the NES. So, I think. And the Tengen one comes in that that oddly shaped cartridge because it's technically. Not approved by Nintendo. But you can find it in the approved version. Same thing with Gauntlet and Pac-Man and a couple of others. I have a friend who has those. Oh, I know. And it took Nintendo how long to give us two-player Tetris? So, anywho. And if we go into our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Rageinator says, Attack on Titan in IMAX. Just imagine that scene in the first episode with the smiling titan just opening its mouth and you're looking directly at it. Great googly moogly. Ari? Oh, it's me? Okay, yep. let me uh, bring it back up. No problem. <clears throat> um, Cyborg 009 Call of Justice premieres on Netflix. Ooh, I'm kind of interested about that. While not listed as a part of the overall slate for February 2017 that we got last month, Netflix has released the first season of the Cyborg 009 Call Justice Project and now has a premiere date. The BBFC having worked through their certification a couple weeks ago, Netflix is now to bring the series out on February 10th, 2017. <clears throat> the plan was for the project was to take three films and present them as 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. The cast includes uh, Case... Keisuke Kumoto as Joe Shinomura, number nine, 
Misato Fukuen as Ivan Whiskey, 001. Takuya Sato as Jet Link, 2. <clears throat> Risa Tenedo as Francois Onel, who is a 003. Satoshi Hino as Albert Heinrich, 004. Kenji Nomura as Geronimo Jr., 005. Mitsuaki Mandono as Changu Chang, 006. Satoshi <clears throat> Sato as Great Britain, 007. Haruki Ishii as Pyunma, 008, and Yui Making as Katrina Kanetti. Uh, the project has Ken- Kenji Kaniyama returning as chief director of the project, with Kodai Kakimoto serving as the director while it's being produced by Signal MD. <clears throat> and the film has the opening theme, AI Am Human by Monkey Magic. The mm. uh, story follows Joe Shimomura on the other cyborgs struggle with the Brasciuto, a group of people who possess superhuman powers and intellect and have manipulated human history since ancient times. So do the fucking Templars. Their goals are unknown, and they cast a dark shadow over the whole world. Though the people believe in Bruschetto's existence, one journalist named Lucy Davenport heads to Texas to, confront a, to contact a certain family, and she meets the cyborgs. The cyborgs themselves have been freed from their duty of protecting humanity ever since the establishment of the UN Guardian troops, and now they live quiet lives of peace. However, Lucy's visit and the return of, of the Bruschetto draw Joe and the others once more onto the breach of a new battle. Mm. It looks like it would be fun, mostly because I, there's one guy in this lineup I could reasonably cosplay the uh, the bulky one with the short black hair. I'm not sure which one that is. I I uh, I'm 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 still kind of hesitant about the an- about the animation, but I will definitely check it out. I remember watching bits and pieces of the original black and white series, and then there was another series like some time ago. I think it was on Toonami. Yeah, it was was like in 2001 or so. Yeah. So I will definitely give this a... I'll give a crack at this and and see how it turns out. I love this series. So I will definitely be watching it. I think the first time I saw it, I had recognized the art style because I had had recognized the the way one character was drawn... Like, one of the characters was drawn from the... uh, Legend of Zelda serial comic that was included in Nintendo Power. Mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> yeah, the one guy, Rome, was was a, was drawn like Jet Link. Same wild hair and long beak-ass nose. Mm-hmm. Right, so is it my go or is it Mako's? Uh, it's mine. first. Okay, unless you want to swap because the last article is something that's right up your alley. Uh, Sure. Alright, let me just make this quick adjustment here. Da, 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 da. Okay. Oh, it's Chang Chang Food, 06. He's the he's a smaller fat guy. <laughs> mm. Okay. Now this is this is interesting. I I'm 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 like I'm actually going over the article. And I'm just looking at this, I'm like, really? Really? It's... Wow. Yeah, it, it's definitely an interesting concept. Yeah, it, it, it is. I mean, because... Because... Ronma, what happened was the first thing that came to mind when I first looked at this. I'm like, are you serious? 
This is the inverse of that. I know. But here's the thing. It's a Japanese novel that stars a boy reincarnated as a hot spring that beautiful women want to get inside of. Oh, boy. What? See, so what it is, it's a light novel, which is Japan's equivalent to young, young fiction, young adult novels that we read as teenagers and so forth. But the thing is about the light novels, they have an interesting symbiotic relationship with the anime industry because a lot of light novels do become anime series. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they get manga adaptations as well. So, in this light novel, starring a nice guy, you know, <sighs> so the author, so not a move, changes things around with this one. So, in this light novel, it stars a nice guy, every protagonist who, thanks to his kind nature, has the opportunity to get inside a beautiful woman. Okay. Phrasing. That's how the author puts it. But then the author flips it around. Warm and soothing does describe the male lead, but he's not trying to get inside the women. The women are trying to get inside of him. The story begins with high school student Atami Kusatsu, who's given, and family names both happen to be the names of famous hot spring resorts in Japan. He is on his way to a rural onsen, as hot springs are called in Japan. I mean, if you've been following anime for so long, that's something I think we should all know. Now, during his trip, he meets a tragic accident along the way and dies. But it's not so bad because he's reincarnated as an onsen in a fantasy universe. In this world, Atami turns out to have remarkable physical and magical healing properties in his liquid form. And he's regularly visited by beautiful elven adventurer named Leticia. A priestess named Kumu and a chiefess named Chichiku. The novel's promotional teaser promises that troubles occur one after the other and alludes to Tommy's water becoming hard and milky when women enter him. Oh my god. Lord. You're welcome. (laughs) I think I threw up my mouth a little. What have we become? Our worst nightmares? God damn it, Mako John. You're welcome. God damn it. <laughs> Just take the last story, please. Please. Okay. So this one, um, there's a job out there for everybody, Mm. including this one. Um, there is a new anime film coming out called Hirunuhim or Napping Princess to 
promote it, um, they have decided to uh, have part-time jobs uh, where people will travel to the opening of these movies and get paid to take a nap. $440 a day to take a nap. It's part of a contest that is being held for the opening of the movie. Um, and basically in the movie, she her, her special talent is quote-unquote taking naps. Mm. And she starts to have the same dream over and over and over again and goes on a journey to find out what it means. So the job is being made available for the movie's premiere. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase PLANET. And it is basically to take a nap. These people will get $440 a day. Uh, it covers transportation costs from anywhere in Japan to the designated theater and provides a pillow, eye mask, earplugs, and snacks. And you'll even get a pillow signed by all of the members. Uh, the other responsibility that the job entails is dressing up as the robot Hearts from the film. Uh, so they will basically uh, also be in this suit and welcome guests and stand on stage with the cast and pose for photographs. Uh, basically, they're saying there's no experience required and anyone of any age or gender is welcome to apply. And the contest encourages those to apply who want to dream, are good at napping, and want to go on a journey to discover discover themselves or haven't been getting enough sleep. So basically, you can go over to the contest page and put in your ballot. And they will basically uh, pick the winner after that. And if that's the case, then uh, you get to get paid to take naps at movie premieres. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Of course, the entry page is in Japanese, so I have fuck all know what I'm doing, you know, trying to figure it out. And Makocha, how soon are you leaving? Well, considering it would cost more for me to actually go to Japan to enter the contest to take naps, I'm not. When are you leaving? Yeah, they're not paying to fly my ass there, so I'm not. Okay. If they paid to fly my ass there, oh hell yes, I would definitely apply. <sighs> God. What have we and created I would here? roll up in a fucking Totoro Kigu and fucking take a nap wherever the hell I wanted to. In your case, it would be a slow bro Kiguru. No. <laughs> Snorlax. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or Komala. Huh. Mm. I'm looking at it. the robot. Looks like the bodysuit from Big Hero Six. Yep. Yeah, blue uh, Baymax armor. Mm-hmm. Player two colors. Hopefully, we'll hear back about it and see 
how good of a film it really was. All right. I just want to. I just want to know who can actually take a nap with a crap ton of people looking at them. Me. Yeah, I don't know that I would be able to sleep with people staring at me. And Rageinator says in our chat room at live.bugnetwork.com, get paid to sleep. I can do that. Where the fuck do I sign up? Well, good sir. Just head on over to um. WeBan.jp slash contest slash C slash Cho underscore Baito slash Hironohime underscore PC. In other words, I'm posting it in the chat room. So good luck to you. And now that we got that out the way, the Skype line is open. So if you have any questions about tonight's show, have questions for us, give us a buzz at Anime Jam Session. And all calls are going to cut to two to three minutes, but we might let it go a little bit longer depending on the time. So I'll keep this open just for a scotch until we go ahead and kickstart um, Strange News from Japan. I kind of feel that that one article about the about this, that light novel should have been under that instead. <laughs> Yeah, I was finding a lot of uh, articles on that website, which is the website that I usually find all of the Japan news from. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, well, it's technically manga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but y- you know the uh, three articles for the Japan news, just I couldn't really not post them. I take the second one. I I am going to look at I'm going to double check them. Um, I guess I'll take the last one then, huh? Okay. Hey. What? Mm-hmm. I see what you did there. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the first one I chose um because I thought Ichigo would like it. Uh, wait, 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 wait! I think she has to put her tea down to hear this one. Yeah, so this one, it's not really, like, weird or anything. I just thought it was really freaking awesome. And uh, it's all about various fashion. So that's why I thought Ichigo would like it. Uh, There is a two-day event that is going to bring a unique Japan-inspired steampunk style to Harajuka. Mm. Um, It's going to be taking place this April. And while steampunk generally incorporates 19th century industrial technology and Victorian aesthetics, um, Japan's largest steampunk event, the Steam Garden, showcases the fashion with its own unique twist. It draws inspiration from traditional Japanese culture instead of traditional English culture. So you have a lot of kimonos and dresses fashioned from kimono fabric, uh, refurbished Japanese-style accessories, and it actually creates really interesting, um, really interesting looks. I like this. Uh, it, yeah, it, it looks awesome. These, it, it's amazing. I'm looking at some of the art on here. Um, the... Steam Garden uh, will host one of their biannual events uh, this April, 
at the uh, La Forette department store in Harajuku, which will bring together lovers of the genre to enjoy live music, entertainment, booths of retro gadgets, fashions, kimono accessories, and more. The event's theme will allow attendees to visit an alternative early 20th century world, combining Japanese Taisho Roman style with diesel punk. And it will be taking place the first weekend of April. Uh, There's going to be live music performances and other guests that will be announced. Uh, But yeah, um, right now there's at least 30 vendors confirmed that will have booths set up. And then tickets can be bought online. A one-day pass will be about $32. And uh, it will be about double that for a two-day pass. Mm. So, yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to the pictures that are going to come out after this. That makes two of us. Because this, I like, I saw this pop up and I, I immediate thought, immediately thought it was just amazing. It does look awesome. So, yeah, if you will be going to Japan or know anybody in Japan who's into fashion or steampunk or anything like that, let them know that this is going on. Yeah, because brass gears and a copper tubing will go great with my Hakama pants. I don't, I'm picturing gears on 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 the, on 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 a, on, the, on the hilt of a blade now, like at least one or two. The or, handguard would be a fancy looking yeah. gear. Or mm-hmm. the gears, like 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 on the handle, not, not the handle. What do you call it? The, the part where you pull the sheath, like gears on the sheath as you're pulling the sword out. The gears are pu- are rotating. Oh, that would look interesting. That would be pretty cool. Okay, um, I'll take the next one then. Yep. <clears throat> uh, Tokyo Osaka Restaurant offers all-you-can-eat meat for a two ni- 290-yen on meat day. <clears throat> From its name, most people would expect Japanese restaurant chain Onyasi to offer a huge variety of salads and other vegetarian fare. After all, Onyasai literally translates to warm vegetables and is usually referred to a medley of steamed vegetables. Ironically, uh, <clears throat> Onyasai restaurant specializes in shabu shabu, a type of meat hot pot. Ooh, that means the chain is eager to take part on Japan's periodic meat day celebrations. Often held when a day can be written with the num- numerals two and nine, which can be read as ni and ku, the components of Japanese word niku or meat. So on February 9th, Onyasai will be offering all you can eat beef for just 290 yen. <clears throat> but it's only available at two locations. The branches in Tokyo's Roppongi neighborhood and Osaka's Umeda Kita Onyasi. Onyasai. While all the meat is juicy and delicious, the star, the star of the show is the extra thick sukiyaki, which is about 1.1 1, 1. 1 inches thick, or 29 millimeters. Like the other meat in the course, the extra thick sukiyaki is Japanese kuroge wagyu beef. <clears throat> Boy, I can have unlimited refills of the other cuts of beef. The special meat day promotion only includes one serving up the extra thick sukiyaki per person. On the upside, we're shout. Or as Shabu Shabu is usually a cook-it-yourself dish, Yonya side staff will prepare the extra thick sukiyaki for you right at the table. 
Given how popular promotion is bound to be, making a reservation through the smartphone app is advisable should you want in on this non-stop meat parade. Phrasing. <clears throat> if you see us there, give us away, but we'll forgive you if you're too busy eating to actually say hi. Hmm. And it also shows us a picture of the uh, extra thick meat. Phrasing. And it does look and it does look pretty good. Well, except for it being raw, obviously. Hmm. I haven't had Shabu Shabu in a while. Yeah. I think the last time I had Shabu Shabu was with Brady, and that was that's been a while. Are there any places I can't like even that remember the last time I had. Say what, Ari? Are there any places like that in New York City? Tons. Dude, uh, you just gotta go down to St. Mark's Place. There's, there's places around there. Hold on. Work is asking me something, so I need to respond to them real quick. And send. Da, 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 da. All right. All right. Now, the last story for tonight was about karaoke. I- I'm not one for karaoke, but because I can't hold a tune to save my own ass anymore. Except for certain songs, I suppose. But you know how it is. You know, if you go to a Japanese karaoke bar, or you get a room, and you've seen this in anime as well, you sing a song, and you get a ranking on it. Now, at this karaoke bar... Actually, the people who make this one karaoke machine, Joy Sound FR, you get rewarded not just with a score ranking... But pictures of naked women. Woohoo! If you sing well enough, you will get pictures of naked women. It has what's called an optional adult scoring system, which the user can turn on or turn off. It's designed so you can sing through a hot, sweet night. And it shows a variety of video clips on the screen. Now... You hit it with perfect pitch and rhythm, you will get sexy nude women, plus another when the song is over. So you're getting two awesome deals here. Now, one of the, one of the people, now, a someone on, tw- on Twitter in Japan, Yonichi421, who went to check this out, it's a, he pretty much says it gets you motivated by nothing else. Right, but as I say, you know, there's no reward without risk. I mean, think about it. Sing karaoke, get naked women. People will do it. Now, let's say you can't sing it, can't hold a tune like yours truly here. You will get, you'll be subjected to images of muscular men and tight-fitting bulging briefs. Now, they can reverse it so when the women sing and they hit the perfect pitch, they will get the men. Now, that's kind of interesting. Now, the company behind this, Joyce Hunt FR, they have something along the lines of 
if you rather watch adult videos backed by your own singing voice, they can do that too. So you provide the soundtrack for whatever porn you want to bring in. Yeah. The fuck? I can't even. I won't be able to do that without going all MST3K on it. See, this kind of reminds me of time on OLR years ago. Um, they did, um, I think, reverse karaoke or ca- something like that. And Loki saying, it's that I'm coming out. He did a parody called I'm Staying In. Hilarious. And I think that's somewhere in the OL archives somewhere. Maybe I should dig that out and play it on a pre-show or something like that. <laughs> hey, Dark Tetsuya, can you help me out with that? <laughs> Okay, all right. I think we're done here. So we are going to go ahead and play our last tracks of the night and then wrap the show up. Sounds good to y'all? Yep. Awesome. So we'll be back.
I can get used to this. Ending it this early, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and a link just popped up on my Facebook, and, I, and I'm kind of hyped now. Um, visual uh, Visuals from the live-action JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Diamond is Unbreakable film. They have the list of characters for uh, Koichi and Yukako. I mean, Yukako. And I'm kind of... I, I, I really... I really want to see this. I, I I hope it does. Viz gets their hands on it and releases it here, or I find it by by particular means. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. So it's come. This movie is coming out August eighth. No, August fourth. So wow, they actually did filming in in Spain as well. So. And since it is filmed, it's, um, Takashi Miike is doing in the film, so we know him from Terra for Mars, Ace Attorney, and Itchy the Killer, so you know it's gonna be good. But my thing is, I wonder what, how are they going to do it? You know what I mean? If you've already seen the fourth season of Diamond is Unbreakable on Crunchyroll, uh... How, how are they going to fit all of that in a two in two hours? I just wonder how they're going to pull that off. But anywho, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They enter another friend, and so on and so forth. Um, and we'll tell you if you like the show or not. We're independent bloggers, we're independent podcasters, so we definitely tell you how it is. If you have any uh, questions, ideas, thoughts for the show. You can drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, that is podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. We are here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where we post our convention videos, uh, convention reviews, cosplay uh, photos, tutorials, and so much more. We have um, our um, AAC report is up, and I do believe soon will be our MAGFest report coming up from the talented Ari Rockefeller. Yep. And I'll soon have some photos up from N- from NDK and some videos from there, too. And we have um, some anime reviews coming down the pipe from Rose, so definitely be on the lookout for that. And also, we post our podcast every week, every Friday, if I, if I get a chance to before work, but it gets up there. Now... If you want alternate means to find our podcast, you can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and every week it's posted on the VOG Network Forum, so swing by and say hi and tell us what you think. Don't forget to check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash TV, where we post all of our convention videos, so swing by and definitely check them out. And you want to stay up to date with our podcast, website, articles and other cool stuff, find us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime jam session. And if you want a little bit more detail, you can always find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash anime jam session, where we post all of our convention video- photos and some sample videos. And to all of our friends who like our YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, thank you so much. We really appreciate all of that. As long as you continue to like that and follow and comment, we'll give you more content. But as always, we're here on the VOD Network twice a week. We're live on Tuesdays at 9.30 with a pre-show at 9.15 and our encore presentation Thursdays at 2 p.m., both for our Eastern Standard Time. But 
We are not the only geek-centric podcast on the VOG Network. There are tons of other shows on there. Cyber Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Car, Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, Ranger Pride, and Game Boy. And I think that is it. I'm going to check the chat room real quick. Um, Erasia asks if Rob was singing Madonna for a thing years ago. I think so. I don't remember. And Ichigo is leaving. She's going back into her cave to get ready for Katsukon this this weekend. And we will hear from her on Tuesday. Make sure that she's alive and all that. We'll probably have to pump her full of uh, coffee to keep her going. So We're going to go around the room. Last words. Mako-chan. I'm going to have leftover cake now. You can't have cake. Yes, I can. I've got lots of it. You can't have cake because the cake is an alternative fact. No, (laughs) I have lots of cake. I have chocolate with chocolate icing, and I have angel food. I have lots of cake. Okay. Ari. I've been getting into Fire Emblem Heroes on my phone. It's a lot better than I originally thought it would be. Mm-hmm. My last words is, I'm going to go through the stuff I need to mail and get them going because there's supposed to be a fun, uh, snowstorm rolling through. And if, we yep. get, if we do get those 10 inches of snow... Yeah, I'm staying inside my house, which means tomorrow night I am going to make another pot of beef stew in the crock pot. Nice. Yes. It was so good. I'm going to make it again. They use different seasonings to really get it going. All right. That is it. End of list. We are getting up on out of here. We will be back next week. And don't forget, there will be no show on the 28th. I will be out at a awesome Nerdcore concert, so I'm Ranma I'm Ari and I'm Makachan great fight, great night see you next week and we out this bitch night say goodnight Makachan goodnight Makachan whoa okay what should should I? No 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 no. Are you sure? No no. Because I can. No, it's fine. I actually mm-hmm. looks. I thought you were because it was your birthday and all of that. But you know, it's good. It's fine. No, I I'm being nice. I can be nice on my birthday. Uh, fair enough. Okay. We are getting out of here later. See ya. Jamatane!